Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Stronger than the power of the grave. Constant in the trial.
Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting with us today. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a pleasure to have you all to here today. I hope you're enjoying your Labor Day weekend. I am. And I want to give a shout out to our music team. As usual, you always find the most wonderful ways to usher in the uh, spirit of worship in our service. That congregational song, One Thing Remains, was awesome in the way it reminded us that God's love never gives up, never runs out on us, and it always remains. Thank you for that. I'm going to give some announcements, and then we'll get back to our service. So today at 11 o'clock, we have our Zoom fellowship, uh, Sunday Zoom fellowship. Everyone's welcome. And the link you will find on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, and on our website. Tomorrow's uh, Zoom house parties at 1 and 7 will be canceled for the holidays. But I will be back next week to host them at 1 and 7 o'clock. And then on Wednesday meditation at 7 p.m., that will be a Zoom link. Uh, I mean, a Zoom meditation. The link is on our website and our Facebook page. If you miss the meditation, you may um, get to the recordings on our website. Go to unityfh.com. Click on the calendar of events. Go down to the Wednesday that you missed and you can listen to the recording. I started about two weeks ago, well, three weeks ago recording, so you should have some um, on there. If you've missed them, you can catch up. The World Day of Prayer is on September 9th at 6.30. It's from 6.30 to 8 p.m. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna have music to open us up, and then we're gonna have a talk, and then we're gonna have music to usher us in to the um the meditation service so everyone is welcome please invite people to to join us if you feel led to and uh let's celebrate that world day of prayer during september 21st through september 24th is the great lakes Uni unity regional conference i will be a part of that conference it's an online um, experience. If you want to participate, you can. Everyone's welcome. You can register at greatlakesunity.com. During the week of the 21st through the 27th, I'm going to be on vacation. It'll be my first vacation. I'm excited. So Elliot will be hosting the Zoom house party on that Monday from at the 7 and 1, I mean the 1 p.m. and the 7 p.m. Go ahead and participate. Enjoy yourselves. Have fun. And then on the Wednesday, that 23rd, Reverend Bonnie Gardner will be leading our meditation service. So all of you who usually participate, it'll be there. Uh, the meditation service will still continue and Reverend Bonnie Gardner will be leading you in that. So you still have the activities going on for the weekend. I mean, for that week to continue connecting with each other and enjoying each other's presence. On September 27th, is our first all music Sunday for the year. Nicholas and, Lo and uh, the, um, Lauren and the music team are creating a, an awesome service for you all. And I'm excited for that. 
On September 28th, we begin our critical conversations. The link for that is on our website, unityfh.com. On that first day, we're going to show the movie 13th. Bring pen and pencil or a notepad um, so that you can jot down whatever stands out for you. It's a powerful movie. And then the next week, we will start sharing how we felt when we watched the movie together and also how we feel um, with what's going on in this world. Um, and then we'll go from there. On October 6th begins my next class, Practicing the Presence. It will be from October 6th to November 17th. It will be a seven-week class on Tuesdays, as I usually have them. We're going to be using the book, Practicing the Presence, by Joel Goldsmith. You can purchase that book at smile.amazon.com. You can get either the uh, book with the leaves on it or the book with the, that's shown that's orange with the green strip on the side of it. I think both of those are the same. To sign up for the class, email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com and I'll register you. And then a week before the class starts, I'll send you all the link to the class. And then on October 25th, we are having our Giving Sunday so we can catch up on our pledges and our tithes and um, give what a, if we have a little extra, we can give on that day as well. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's always good to be in a giving space. To schedule an appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays from 10 to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 to 6 p.m. And to send in your prayer request, you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. I have started coming, going back into the church, so I will be there next Tuesday and next Wednesday. If you have an emergency or you need to talk to me for any reason, I'm available. Phone number is 313-515-3071. So that concludes our announcements. I know it's a lot, but it's good to know that we're staying active, even though we are not um, in our church facility, we're still having church. Um, so that's, uh, that's exciting and that's awesome. And now as we join our music team in singing Shirley to Presence, let us prepare our minds and our hearts to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. Ah uh -huh. 
Lauren, this is the Daily Word segment. Today's Daily Word for Sunday, September 6, 2020 is World Peace. I imagine a world transformed by peace and love. Let me repeat that and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I imagine a world transformed by peace and love. Together, I imagine a world transformed by peace and love. And the message reads, World peace begins within my mind and heart. Closing my eyes, I breathe deeply and envision every person bringing forth the love and peace of God. I see all the world's people surrounded by a healing light that transforms strife, anger, and division into reconciliation, peace, and unity. As I hold this vision, I see the entire world aglow with radiance. Harmony and cooperation heal the world's wounds and encourage love to flower in each person's heart. I carry this vision throughout my day. Divine love, expressing as me, sees oneness regardless of apparent differences. Divine wisdom and understanding illumine my thoughts, inspire my words, and guide me to act in ways that bring peace to the world. And the scripture for today comes from Matthew, chapter 5, verse 9, and it reads, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Let us pray. So please, I invite you to close your eyes gently with me and take a deep breath. And now, and now allow your focus to flow down into the center of your chest, your heart center, becoming aware and acknowledging the presence that is within you, that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe, God the Good Omnipotent. And God, as we acknowledge your presence and your power within us, we realize that we are one with you. And being one with you means that we are also inherently good. We call forth your blessing upon this service. Thanking you for opening our mind and our soul to hear and receive your word and giving us through your divine guidance the way to follow manifesting your message in our lives. We thank you for blessing every aspect of our very being. And we lift this prayer up in the mighty name and nature of the Christ that dwells within. Thanking you, God, Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. 
I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And I want you to know that it is working. We are growing and expanding as a spiritual community and offering our our spiritual presence to the world. So let's affirm it together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we will have our first special song entitled, If the Race is Over. It'll be led by Michael, and then I will be back with our message for today. chasing anything what do I do if I've got everything that I need it's a question that no one's prepared me to answer where do I go if I'm right where I'm supposed to be where do I go if wherever I am I am home it's a question I'm presently wanting to answer if the usual way doesn't work for me now That's a void I know nothing about What if the race is over And we all automatically win What if the game is ended Long before it even begins What if the test has been taken And we're all passing again and again If the race is over What then? What do I say if it's all perfect anyway? What do I say if I'm not here to change anyone? It's a question I truly don't know how to answer. How do I live if my life is eternity? How do I live if I'm no longer afraid to die? It's a mystery. Work anymore There's no map for when life 
if the race is over and we all automatically win? What if the game is ended long before it even begins? What if the task has been taken and we're all Thank you, Michael. That was really pretty. I like that song. And thank you, Laurel, Nicholas, Lauren, and uh, Carl. Lauren, that was an awesome video. Um, thank you for that very pretty performance, performance, guys. It was awesome as usual. So there were these brothers that were playing. Um, one was named Mind Your Own Business and the other one, Trouble. Mind Your Own Business said, let's play hide and seek. You go hide. And I'll come, I'll count to 10 and then come look for you. So he gets to 10. He's looking for his brother. He looks everywhere and doesn't find him. So he starts looking under cars. While he's looking under one of the cars, a police officer drives up and says, what you doing? He says, I'm playing a game. The police officer says, what's your name? He says, mind your own business. And the police officer gets angry and he says, hey, are you looking for trouble? And the young boy says, yes. I am. <laughs> oh, man, I thought that was kind of cute. <laughs> so as we move into this month of September, in unity, September represents our spiritual faculty of order. And order is our ability to sequence, to organize, to balance, and to adjust. And it is the intelligence of the universe within us. When our life is balanced and in order, we experience love and oneness with God, with ourselves, with others, and with the world. And Charles Fillmore says that divine, that order is, this is his book. I'm reading from his book, The Revealing Word, and, Word, and Charles Fillmore is the co-founder of Unity. He says order is the first law of the universe. He says, indeed, there could be no universe unless its various parts were kept in perfect order. And so the disciple that represents harmony and balance is James. He, James, son of Alphaeus, who is also considered James the lesser in the Bible. And the location for the center of the faculty of um, order is in the, where the navel is in the body. When you look at order in a metaphysical, spiritual um, way, we call it in unity divine order. And it represents divine mind, divine idea, divine expression, that sequence of creation. So in the, in the, the divine mind of God, 
Everything is created according to divine ideas and they manifest in divine expression. Since we're one with God, divine order exists within us as well. It, also, it exists in mind, idea, expression, or it could be mind, thought, expression as well. So within our minds, we have, we have that power to create as well in divine order. When we are in the flow of divine order, our lives are peaceful, harmonious. We experience perfect divine health, all good things, and prosperity or abundance in our life. But when we're out of the flow of divine order, which means we're out of the uh, out of the realm of how we were created, it's going against the current of how we were created. Then we experience error. We experience illness. We experience limitation, uh, forms of restriction and what feels like poverty and also a feeling of separation. And so I was, as I was looking at this and meditating on this, it came to me that as we experience divine mind, that opens us up to divine order. And so the title of my talk today is Experiencing Divine Mind. And the scripture that I want to use for today comes from Psalm chapter 27 is verse 4. And this is from the New Living Translation that I'm going to read it. Verse four says, the one thing I ask of the Lord, the one thing I seek most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, delighting in the Lord's perfections and meditating in his temple. Now, when you look at this, uh, I, I want that too. As I, th this jumps off the page as me. It's one of my favorite scriptures because this is what I want to, as I want to see, and it's what I'm seeking most is to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And when I looked at what house means, the house of the Lord, Charles Fillmore says the house of the Lord or the Lord's house represents our individualized consciousness. It represents our consciousness. And as we are aligned align our mind with the mind of God. That is how we experience uh, delighting in the Lord's perfections. We begin to experience God. And as we experience God, we begin to open up and learn what God's divine will is for our lives. As we discussed last month, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And in that we open ourselves up to experience perfection in our lives where our life is expressing in the divine flow of harmony, love, all things good. And so when he goes down, he says, and meditating in his temple, his temple is the body represents the body of God, our, our individualized bodies, meditating and sitting in the silence with God within our body. Meditation is one of the most powerful ways to experience God. And actually is one of the first ways that I experience God. And it is powerful because it opens us up for the flow of healing and divine order in our lives. I was listening to this minister talk about how he was at a meditation 
and he was walking up the steps to help the facilitator down and he didn't realize his foot had fallen asleep and as he stepped on the third step he heard a crunch when he looked down his ankle was crumpled up like it shouldn't have looked and he couldn't walk so he ended up dropping down and crawling to his seat now this was a breathing meditation and they had spent a lot of time the first half of the meditation breathing in the presence of god when he uh, had that injury to his ankle, it was time to exhale. So the facilitator had them all exhale and direct that breath, that exhalation towards the minister who had injured his ankle. And what happened is he said he started to, uh, when, the, when his, his foot started to um, re regain its feeling, it was the most excruciating pain he had ever felt in his life. But then after a while, the pain started to lessen as he kept feeling and experiencing not only within himself, the divine mind of God, but experiencing divine mind coming from everyone else as well. Feeling the energy as they exhaled in their meditation. And he got, he stood up, went to move and kind of hopped a little bit and his foot was fine. It was a little tender. But the pain, the severe pain had gone away. When you move into meditation, regular meditation, Charles Fillmore says that meditation is contemplating the presence of God. He said it is a steady effort of the mind to know God. I believe it's the steady effort of the mind to know, understand, and experience God. And that is what they were doing. And as they were experiencing God, they activated divine order within the healing of his body and his ankle became healed. The next form of experiencing God that, uh, or experiencing divine mind is mindfulness. And when you've experienced meditation on a regular basis, it is easy to be mindful and go into a space of mindfulness. Mindfulness is being aware, intention is being um, mind, uh, it's bringing your full attention into the present moment without judgment, becoming conscious of what's going on and what's occurring in the present moment. And when you do that without judgment, you move into a space of peace. And as I was uh, thinking about that, I remembered that there was one time I was at uh, Hungry Howie's when the power went out and everybody was freaking out. And there were about maybe five of us in the store at the time waiting for our food, our pizza. And we're not going to get our food and this is and that. And the people, the uh, employees were uh, freaking out. And I was just sitting there being mindful and peaceful. One of the customers looked over at me and said, you're not upset. And I said, no, it's fine. It's going to be fine. And then all of a sudden the light started to flicker and come on. And then they went out again and everybody's like, oh, but then when they saw that I was still peaceful, <coughs> they quieted down. All of a sudden the lights came back on. Everybody was able to get their pizza and they were able to stay open that night. When you're mindful and present, you become aware of the presence of God. And you get to experience the presence of God. I was sitting there experiencing the presence of God in each and every one of them in that uh, restaurant. And as I sat there knowing that everything was going to be okay, just, just knowing it's okay. Because I was in that state of peace. It calmed everyone else down as well. 
And then the lights came on and everybody, everything worked out in divine order. The third way of experiencing divine mind is to go deeper, to look deeper into every situation you experience, to seek the presence of God. In Jeremiah 29, verse 13, we read, If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And this is, Jesus, this is uh, God talking to uh, the, the children of Israel. And I realize that as I sit and look in every situation deeply, I do see the presence of God, even with what's going on in this coronavirus, with everything else that's going on, with the Black Lives Matter, with the economy, with uh, everything that I, we are experiencing in this world. I'm looking deeper and seeing the presence of God. I was listening to uh, this guy share about this professor who had been diagnosed with cancer and they told her that it had metastasized. It was in her liver and her pancreas. She was a um, university professor and she was told to get her things in order. She only had weeks to live. Well, she looked deeper into the situation and experienced divine mind. She realized she wasn't ready to go yet. There were things that she still wanted to experience in her life. So she made a bucket list. And she visualized herself experiencing every single thing on that bucket list. She ended up living 10 more years and experiencing the adventures that she wrote out. And in between going to symposiums at universities to be an advocate to you using visualization as a form of healing. Her cancer stopped and is growing for those 10 years. And as soon as she completed the last thing on her list, she was gone. But she was okay with it. She was at peace with it because she had done everything on her list. She manifested divine order in her life by visualizing healing and experiencing divine mind in her life and sharing what she experienced with others by advocating the power of visualization in healing. When you look deeper into the situation and experience divine mind, your eyes opened up to see from a spiritual point of view and you see divine order and you see it in action in your life, in every situation and circumstance. The fourth way to experience divine mind is to stay in a feeling of oneness. Wednesday, I was feeling oneness as I went, came to church because I've been uh, having my office hours at church now. This is the second week. And as I got there, I was sitting and talking to God as I was coming in and opening up the door. And I went to put my keys away and I was told and I felt led to put them in my pocket. So I did. Later on that day, a minister came by to drop off some manuals that I needed. And as she was leaving out, she didn't have her walker or her cane. So I helped her down the first the, the step outside of our church and the door slammed behind me and I was locked out. So I thought I had forgotten the keys were in my pocket. So I had her call Elliot so he could give me Matthew's phone number so that I could get away back into the church, use the lock box to get into the church. But in the process of waiting, because uh, she couldn't get Elliot, in the process of waiting, I remembered 
that my keys were in my pocket. When you are experiencing oneness with God, when you're experiencing divine mind through that oneness, you are open to hear that still small voice that guides you. And as you're guided, you're guided into the divine order of your life. I had the keys that I needed to let myself in to the church. And any other time, I would have put those keys back in my purse and put my purse away. The fifth way that I experience divine mind is by practicing setting aside as much time as I can a day during the day to just be still. Even when I'm waiting, I may be waiting in line, I'm experiencing divine mind as I'm waiting. If I'm waiting in a traffic jam, instead of getting frustrated, I experience divine mind. If someone cuts me off, I I might get frustrated, but I'm learning more and more to experience patience and experience divine mind. There's divine mind in the art of patience. There's a scripture that I really like uh, from Hebrews. And it says, let us go into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting him. So every day, opening your heart up, and sitting with God, experiencing divine mind as much as you can. It gets you prayed up for anything that may happen unexpectedly during the day. And it, it, it opens your experience to be aligned with divine order. One time I um, was on my way to visit my, my son and my back, went, I was getting up and my back was out of whack. And I think I might have shared this before. On the way there to pick up my son driving there, I was driving um, and it was getting worse as I was driving down uh, 11 mile to go pick him up. And then I did get him, but I couldn't barely, I could barely move. But we were like, okay, let's try to go anyway. I'll just move slowly when it comes to getting out of the car. As we get to Inkster and uh, uh, 11 mile turn, down Inkster to go towards 12 mile, my car cuts off a half a mile down the road. But I'm sitting there in peace. We're talking. I know everything's going to work out, Dion. I apologize for this. He's like, it's not your fault. And I'm like, okay. So all of a sudden, while I'm saying, okay, God, someone drives up behind us and, and a couple of teenagers pop out the car and ask my son, can, uh, do you want me to help you push the car over to the parking lot at 12 mile? And so they helped push, help my son push the car over to 12 mile Inkster, a half a mile away. Divine order was activated by my continuously experiencing and practicing experiencing divine mind. And, and then when we tried driving again, the car shut, shut off again. But my, my nephew was available to push us to the next um, parking, the next parking lot, which was at that CVS at Northwestern and 12 mile. And then my brother was available to let me use his, um, tow. He, cause I did, I didn't realize that I didn't have towing in my car insurance. So God opened it up to divine order in every circumstance of your life. If you've been experiencing divine mind on a regular basis, on a daily basis, no matter what happens in your life, it always works out perfectly in divine order. 
Are you willing and ready and, and, and to, to let God guide you into experiencing divine mind? And the perfect thing about it is all you got to do is ask God, show me how to experience being in your presence. And God will open you up to experience it. And the ways that you can do it that I've mentioned is through meditation, through mindfulness, looking deeper into every situation, go deeper, stay in a feeling of oneness with God, and then practice experiencing divine mind on a regular basis every day, as often as you can. Because when you do that, you become prayed up. As you meditate, your mind is aligned with the mind of God. You're in the flow of divine order. As you sit in mindfulness, you open yourself up to experience God during that day and allow yourself to be right there in that moment. And it opens you up to a space of peace where your body is heightened and aligned with divine order. When you go deeper, you get to see where God is manifesting in your life in every situation. And God guides you because you are looking with the spiritual eyes to see. God opens you up to see it. And God shows you how God is always manifesting a divine order in your life. When you are feeling the oneness with God, you are tuned in to the still small voice of God that communicates to you and guides you in every step of the way of your life. And then when you practice experiencing God on a regular basis, as often as you can, every single day, that's what I do. I'm always experiencing God. Not only do you always feel happy and light and aware, you're always experiencing everything that is God's good. And even when unexpected things occur, you still see God's good manifesting in your life during this experience of what's going on in this world. Let us learn to experience divine mind no matter what's showing up. Move into your meditation on a daily basis, not just on Wednesdays, all the, every day. And do it when you wake up in the morning, sit with God for a little bit and at night and try to find some time during the day. Move into a space of mindfulness where you're always in the present moment. Eventually you spend the day always in the present moment without judgment, objectively experiencing and becoming aware of God's presence in that moment. Look deeper into every situation, no matter what it looks like on the outside. Let your spiritual sight go deeper into it to see God's divine uh, mind, God's divine order in action and also to experience it because when you see it through its spiritual eyes you begin to experience it always do your best to stay in a feeling of oneness with God and everyone around you and even the universe uh, the world nature feel that oneness because when you feel that oneness you are open to the still small voice communicating to you through any way that God chooses to communicate to you and then experience it, practice experiencing divine mind every single day. Practice it every single day. It keeps you prayed up and protected in the spiritual realm. Thank you, God, for this beautiful message. And thank you, God, for allowing, showing us 
how to manifest it in our lives and for helping us to open ourselves up to allow you to be that very powerful experience of divine order through divine mind in our lives. Amen. And thank you all for being a part of this experience and this uh, message. And so now, let us prepare for our giving segment. And put your hand over your heart and bring to your mind what it is that you are committed to donate to Unity of Farmington Hills. Knowing that as you feel and experience divine mind, you are open to the prosperity consciousness and divine order manifest in your life that as you give, so shall you receive abundantly back. And know that I thank you for every single way that you give. Let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, you can go to unityfh.com uh, and click on the donate button on the uh, homepage. Right there, you can donate either through credit card or PayPal. And you can also designate how you'd like your love offering to be used by Unity of Farmington Hills. If you're sending in your love offering, send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And however it is that you give, however you choose to give of your, of your uh, treasure, your talents, and your time, I am grateful. The board and I are grateful. And we appreciate it because your financial donations are helping us to take care of our financial obligations. And it hasn't always been easy, but we're making it work. So thank you for everything that you donate and send to us. Now we're going to have our second special song. Um, it'll be sang by Lorne, and it is entitled Somewhere in the Middle. And I will be back with our closing prayers. I'll see you in a little bit. Somewhere between the heart and the cold. Somewhere between the new and the old. Somewhere between who I am and who I used to be. Somewhere in the middle. Between the wrong and right Somewhere between the darkness and the light Somewhere between who I was and who you're making me Somewhere in the middle
Lauren, I could feel your sincerity and spirit in that song. Thank you for that. It was an awesome song, awesome, um, awesome song, awesome video, and awesome performance by you all. Thank you for all of you for the amazing performances and the inspirational music that, that uh, added to the power of today's worship service. I appreciate that so much. And so now let us um, do our virtual prayer circle. So think of the names of those that you would like prayer for, even if, the, if it is for yourself, and call it out into this prayer circle, knowing that I can feel it. We're all one. God is allowing the Christ in me to tap into the Christ in you to bring forth the Christ in the lives of those we are praying for. So call forth those names right now. And God, as these names are being called forth, I thank you for every way that you have already manifested what it is that their heart was desiring, their soul was in need of, their body 
was needing as well. Every way that you have blessed in their minds, in their bodies, in their souls, in their circumstances, in their finances, in their relationships, in their jobs, in whichever way that your, their highest and greatest good needed to be manifested. I decree that it is manifested right now. And I thank you, God, that it will um, show up in the physical realm, in divine order, in divine timing, and in your divine way. And as we experience divine mind right now, we thank you for the feeling of prosperity, wholeness, and completion right now within ourselves and within everyone that we prayed for. Thank you for blessing this worship service and everyone who contributed had a hand in putting it together. Thank you for blessing everyone who promotes this, this worship service. Thank you for everyone who attended today and everyone who will be watching later. God, I thank you for every way that you prosper and bless Unity of Farmington Hills, financially and otherwise, in every single way that you are allowing us to be a spiritual presence that is co-creating a loving and spirit-filled world. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ that dwells within, I thank you, God, for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills and this world. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. And I forgot to mention in the announcements that if you have not subscribed to our YouTube page, I invite you to do so. And also to like our Facebook page. So... For those of you who are joining me for the fellowship at 11 o'clock, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your Monday and uh, uh, enjoy your week. I, I, I'll see you later on. Now, let us uh, close out our service with the prayer for protection. Uh, not the prayer for protection, the peace song, singing the peace song with our music team. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. Let's sing the peace song with our, our music team. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.